Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. I want to be like everybody sing. Lord, we need you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, we thank you. My God, we bless you. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. My God, thank you, Lord. My God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you, Lord. No one like you. Lord, we need you. Lord, we need you. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Daddy, we worship you. We love you. We glorify you. We magnify you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, my God. Sing that right there. Ready? Hallelujah. My God. Hallelujah. Lord, we need you. Lord, we need you. No one like you. No one like you. <laughs> There's the finish. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We're going to stay right there in the vein. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for Fresh grace, fresh grace, fresh anointing, my God. We thank you, Father God, for your refreshing. We thank you, Father God, for your indwelling. We thank you, Father God, for your peace. We thank you, Father God, for your glory. We thank you, Father God, for a fresh wind blowing. We thank you, Father God, for your glory being manifested in our life. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the Holy Spirit, Father God. We thank you for this devotional this morning, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for the word of God. We thank you, Father God, that it's the beginning and the end. Lord God, we thank you that you are our all of all, all in all. You are our King of Kings. You are the great I am. You are the Prince of Peace. You are Lord Jehovah Jireh, the one that provides for us, Father God. 
You are Elohim. You are El Shaddai. You are omnipotent. You are omniscient. You are immutable, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. You know us, Lord God. Father God, we thank you that you are he who dwells among us, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for brand new grace and for brand new mercy this morning, Lord God. My God, we thank you, Father God, for an anointing that destroys the yokes, Father God, that, Father God, uplifts the burdens, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for oil. Fresh oil, Lord God, fresh oil that is liberating, fresh oil that is freeing us, fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil. My God, we thank you, Father God, for the manifestation of the gifts. We thank you, Lord God, for miracle signs and wonders. Lord God, we thank you, Father, for your holiness. Jesus, give us your holiness. My God. Holy Spirit, we need you today. We need you in every conversation. We need you in every thought. We need you. We need you to be guiding us. We need you to lead our thinking, Lord God. We don't want to make another decision without you, Father God. Lord God, we repent this morning, Father, for anything in our life that does not line up with your word, for being haughty, for being prideful, Father God, for not seeking the kingdom first, Father God. We repent, Lord God. We repent for getting before you and going outside your will, Lord God, and not being sensitive enough to your voice, Lord God. And we repent for strife and division and contention and sexual immorality, Lord God, and being clueless, Lord God, not because we didn't know, because we chose to act that way, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for forgiving us, Lord God. Father God, we ask that you forgive us for every sin, Lord God. And Lord God, we choose this morning so that you can hear our prayers to forgive and release those, Lord God, that have offended us, that have hurt us, that have wronged us. We release, we release, we release, we forgive them, Father God. We will not let our heart be hardened, Father. We forgive them, Lord God. My God, we forgive them, Lord. Lord, we thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you, Lord God. Lord, we thank you for our daily portion. We thank you for our daily bread. Lord God, we ask you to increase our capacity to discern you, Lord God. My God, enlarge the place of our tent, Lord God. Spread us out wide, Lord God. Increase our territory, Lord God. Let us take more territory for you. Give us the advantage. Give us the advantage. Give us the advantage, Lord. Give us the favor. Let favor go before us, Lord God. Let us have favor with you and all mankind, Lord God. Open doors, Lord God, this morning. No man can shut. We thank you, Father God, for being healers. For you were already bruised for our iniquities. You was chastised for our peace, Father God. And so we take healing as a part of our benefit package. And we take restoration as a part of our benefit package. And we receive your favor and your grace and your love and your oil, Father God. My God, it's liberating. It's freedom in this place today. There is freedom in this place today. I thank you, Father God, for unlocking chains and dealing with things that have had us bound and dealing with things, Father God, that has had us locked up and had us consumed and had us overwhelmed and had us confused, Lord God. I thank you that you are breaking the chains of confusion right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, I thank you this morning that we see ourselves as you see us. Give us a fresh image of ourselves, Lord God, and burn that image in our mental capacity that it overtakes low self-esteem, that it overtakes insecurity. Let us see us, see ourselves, Lord God, as you see us, as we were made in your image, Father God. Reveal our purpose to you, Lord God. Our desire is to do your will, Lord God. Give us your heart today, Daddy God. Let us be established in the fact to love like you love, Lord God. Give us a fresh measure of grace, Lord God. We thank you, Father, for brand new mercies. We thank you for our daily bread, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for our fields which are whitened to harvest. If you've been sowing, do you know your field is white with harvest? If you've been sowing, do you know your field is white with harvest? My God, do you know your 
field is white with harvest. Father God, so we send out our harvesting angels according to Hebrews 1 and 14, Lord God, the ministering spirits to go out to, into our fields, which are white in harvest and bring in our harvest from the north, south, east and west. And Satan, we command you to cough it up, loose it and let it go. The wealth of the rich wicked is laid up for the righteous and we receive our harvest by faith my god checks in the mail bills paid off debts demolished royalties received increase on our business increase on our lives my god i thank you my god i bless you my god i praise you my god i glorify you thank you thank you thank you thank you lord god that we lack absolutely nothing we lack nothing because you liberally supply all our needs according to your riches and glory, Lord God. Daily load them with benefits, Lord God. Increase in their finances, Father God. Increase in their lives. Father God, increase their capacity. Increase their capacity to receive you, Father God. Spread open the, wide, the width of their tents, Lord God. My God, let them believe you for more. Let them trust you for more, Lord God. Let them think of the impossible, Lord God. Lather them up in your glory. My God, lather them up in your glory, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's a fair exchange. I heard you, Lord. It's a fair exchange, and we receive that by faith. My God, do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or more. My God, my God, my God, my God. Pay off their debts, Lord God. My God, my God, my God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord. You supply all our needs. You supply all our needs. We don't have to compromise ourselves. You supply all our needs according to your riches of glory. Harvest come in. My God, we thank you, ministering angels. Hallelujah. I'm I'm not going to tell you all my business, but there is a certain amount that I pray over my house every day. Like I pray, Lord God, bring this into my house. Bring this, bring these. Yeah, bring in the land, bring in the homes, bring in the farms. Like I pray this over my house. There's a certain amount I pray into the house. There's a certain amount I pray into the ministry because it's all for his glory. It's not for Lakeisha, right? It's not, not all, it's all for his glory. Like it's all for his glory. It's all for his glory. But can I tell you something? You're going to, every man is going to reap after what he sowed. Right? It's, it's, he's going to reap after what he sows. So when you've been sowing, you've got to expect a harvest. You've got to be expecting. you got to be looking for your harvest. If you know you've been sowing, man, a guy reached out to me the other day and he said, you ain't seen the measure of what God is about to do for you. He said, just because of the way you've been sowing and giving for the last 20 years, he said, baby, you got a backlog of blessings coming to you, a backlog of blessings coming to you. And I had to stop and think about that. When you have seed in the ground, there should be an expectation. He said, what he said, do God is not mocked. God is not mocked. He said, whatever a man sows, he shall reap and people will tell you well he ain't talking about money you can that is not how that add up if you sow money you're gonna get money if you sow love you're gonna get love if you sow favor you're gonna get favor if you sow if you liberally sow if you sow according to purpose if you sow according to kingdom people will lie to you oh god no if you sow, whatever you sow god is not mocked god is not mocked he is not mocked. It is kingdom, baby. Whatever you sow, you're going to reap. So if you haven't been sowing, here's your chance to sow. Here's your chance to sow. Here's a, here's your chance. And I'm talking about sowing liberally, not sowing according to what you feel like. Sowing every time the Lord presses it in your spirit to sow love, to sow time. Whatever it is you've been sowing is what you're going to get in your return. So if I was looking for a financial blessing, I'm just saying it, it just, it, it just, it doesn't, it, oh, she just dropped the thing. So if I was looking for a financial blessing, if I was looking for God to do something significant, right? If I was looking for God to bless me, then I'm going to sow according to where my faith is. My God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. I'm going to sow according to my God, my God, my God. I'm not going to, I'm not going to quench what I need to see God do. <laughs> I'm not going to quench what I need to see God do. I hear you. Look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. 
You after it's every seed, after its own kind, after its own kind. But here's what I love about that bad seed, Jeanette, because can I tell you something about repentance? It'll pluck that bad seed up. That's what grace is for. That's what mercy is for. That's what love is for. We have a good, good God. I don't spend a lot on the bad seeds. I repent for the bad seeds. I know that there's something, but I believe in grace and mercy because at the moment that I repent, it resets that. It resets that. God doesn't see that. Now those seeds may be out there and then guess what I do? I go back and I pluck them up. Lord, forgive me for planting anything that does not line up with your kingdom. And I expect good. When you do good, you gotta expect good. You gotta expect God to bless you. You gotta expect God to position you. You gotta expect God to favor you. And can I tell you something? It does not, every seed after its own kind, Angela. Do you know how powerful that is? I see the harvest. I see the harvest. Every seed after its own kind, right? You sow a little, you get a little. You sow a lot, you get a lot. My God, there's so much power in that. Can I tell you something? Woman of God on a prayer call that I was on Saturday, she was saying to me, she said she used to withhold the tithe. And she said, I used to withhold the tithe because it felt so, so strange to me to tithe, right? And she said, but what I found myself doing is during the week when I was withholding my tithe, I will be spending money on coffee. I will be spending money on food. When you have a seed sower mentality, you'll plant, you'll plant before you spend. You'll plant, you'll plant before you spend. You'll plant, you'll plant first. You'll be, you'll say, you know what? I'm going to plant first. I'm going to plant first because I need to see my harvest come in. And your harvest isn't for you anyway. Can I show you something that's been happening? Can I show you something that's been happening in kingdom for me? There is a group of us that we just been sowing into each other's ministries and it wasn't intentional. It's been God led. I'll sow. Then somebody else will sow into my ministry and then somebody else will sow into in, in somebody else's ministry. And it's been a kingdom surplus going around with us. And we just been sowing into each other's lives and sowing into in each other's ministry. When it happened, when it happened last week, God said to me, he said, that's what kingdom currency looks like. He said, that's what, that's what kingdom currency looks like. So you gotta, you gotta know it's not, you, you don't keep your focus there. You don't keep your, that, 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 that's, you don't keep your focus there, but you know for a fact that's part of kingdom. And if you're planting, you should expect that. If you're planting, you should expect that. My God, we thank you for liberally supplying all our needs according to your riches and glory. It's just, I'm only teaching you scripture. I'm only teaching you. I'm only teaching you kingdom finances. I'm only teaching you about kingdom currency, kingdom currency. It's, it is kingdom. I'm only talking to you about kingdom currency. I see the hand and the power of God in our life. My God, my God, I see the hand and power of God. I know how kingdom works, right? Same, whatever you, can I show you something? When I was a college professor, I used to sow favor into my students. No joke. I used to sow favor. And one of my friends reminded me, the, no, my pastor reminded me the other day, I used to do things for my students regardless to help them out when they were in the worst situation. And when I would sow, I would say, this is for my sons. This is for favor for my sons with their teachers. And can I tell you something? My sons have favor with their teachers. They have, fa they have favor. They have favor with their teachers. They have favor. That's why, because I've sold favor on their behalf. Each seed reeks. You want to experience more favor in your life. You might need to sow some favor. You might need to sow some favor. You might, might need to be more favorable if you want to experience more favor because every seed reaps after its own kind. So if there are some things that you've sowed that are not good, go on and pluck them up. <laughs> go on, go on, go, go on and pluck, go on and pluck them up. Pluck, 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 pluck. In the name of Jesus, I, I repent. Let me pluck, pluck them up, pluck, pluck them up. Pluck. This isn't name and claim it. I don't believe it. I ain't talking about no name it and claim it. I'm talking about kingdom. I'm talking about kingdom principles. 
I'm talking about what the word of God says, right? And then you have to have, hey mama, and then you have to have the power of agreement manifested in your life. There are some people that I call and I just start talking faith to. I just start, I don't know who needed to hear this this morning. There are some people that I call and I just start talking faith to, hey, I need you to get in agreement with me. This is what I need you to do. This is what I need. And I promise you, there are some kingdom principles, my God, that if you will live by, God will manifest and do something significant for you. God will manifest and do something significant for you. It is the kind of God that I serve. It is the kind of God that we serve. He is so faithful. He is so, he is so, he is so faithful. Me too, Melissa. Like I enjoy sowing seeds. I love to be able to bless people because also in my life, there was a time when I cannot, when I see an opportunity, when I see an, when I see an opportunity and um, I can be a blessing to someone that is so exciting exciting for me. That's so exciting for me. So we got some things we need to pray for. And then we need to get into the word today. Our third day of prayer. We are, we are praying against the spirit of pride, right? We are praying against the spirit of pride. We are driving out the spirit of pride. We pray for unity. We pray for peace. And today we're going to drive out the spirit of pride. Father God, Okay, we're coming against pride. We've been praying for our churches. We've been praying for our nation. Today, we come against the spirit of pride. Father, we repent for our pride, the pride of this nation, and the pride of your people. We drive out the spirit of pride in Jesus' name. According to Proverbs 8.13, the fear of the Lord is hatred of evil, pride and arrogance, and the way of evil, and perverted speech I hate. James four and six says, but he gives more grace. Therefore it says God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Proverbs 11 and two says when pride comes in, then comes disgrace, but the humble is wisdom. First John two 16 for all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride and possessions is not from the father, but is from the world. Romans 12 and 16, live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Father God, we repent for being prideful. We repent for the pride of this nation. We repent for the pride of your people. We repent for the pride of our church. We drive out the spirit of pride right now in Jesus name. We cancel this assignment and every time Father God, that it rears its ugly head. We declare peace, we declare grace, and we declare more love in Jesus' name, amen. We drive out the spirit of pride. We drive out the spirit of pride. Pride cannot exist here, cannot exist, exist in our church. It cannot, it cannot, it cannot. Pride does not belong in our lives. So we drive out, we come out of alignment with it. We drive out the spirit of pride. And we walk in your holiness in Jesus name. Amen. Hey, do not forget. I'm intentionally, personally, myself praying for you. So if you have not submitted your prayer request, go ahead and submit your prayer request to contact us, contact us at LakeishaMJohnson.com. And we're going to pray. We sent, we prayed over some people yesterday. We're going to pray over some more people today. And then we're going to pray over the last of the people tomorrow. So if you haven't seen your response from us yet, it's because we're taking our time and praying what the word of God says, right? Praying what the word of God says. So we are grateful for you. Thank you for all of you who share the video, continue to share the video and let's get into the word today. I'm grateful. God, that was a word. That was a word about harvest that wasn't just that wasn't just me talking that was a word about harvest I hope you're expecting your harvest I, I hope you're expecting your harvest I hope you I hope you are expecting looking for your harvest whatever a man sows he's gonna reap because God is God is not mocked not you God is not mocked Lord God, we thank you. 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 We bless you. We praise you. All right, let's get into the word today. We have been, we are working on learning to hear from God. And so if you are new to the devotional, I heard God, I heard God. That's why I plant, 
I planted. I heard like I heard him. I hear him. I know when he's in my spirit. Expect your harvest. Call your harvest in from the north, south, east and west from all known and unknown sources. Right. All resources. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. My God, if I sow love, I sow time. I'm expecting a harvest in so many ways. So we have been in this season of learning to hear from God. Right. Learning how to hear from God. And God first taught us to renew our mind. And then he brought us into a space so that we could learn to hear from him. And what he's been dealing with, what he's been dealing with uh, on this is we have been um, in this. We are learning to deal with our emotions. And when we learn to deal with our emotions, it will keep us from doing or saying things we don't have any business saying. And so we have really been focused on our emotions this week and how to not be led by our emotions. So yesterday's questions, what, what is that? What am I saying? Today's question is what am I hearing? <laughs> right? What am I, what am I hearing? And I told you yesterday that emotions respond. There are three different elements to emotion. There's the subjective experience, whatever you experience, graduation, work, marriage, death, uh, whatever you experience, someone dealing with you, all of this, whatever you experience, right? Come on, Jacqueline Briggs, he'll do it. You just did something. Heal my emotions, right? What, whatever the experience is, then what comes next is the psychological response. So after, after I have the subjective experience, after whatever happens, after somebody cusses me out. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. Whatever happens, my psychological response is what's going to determine my behavioral response, right? So today we're going to talk about what am I hearing at the minute that the offense happens, right? At the minute that the issue occurs at the minute that whatever I'm going through begins to manifest, what, what am I hearing? Like, what am I hearing next? What am I, I told you what emotion was. What am I hearing that? So after I have the subjective experience, the psychological response, the behavior response. So our psychological response has a lot to do with the voice that I'm hearing when whatever occurs, occurs. You get that? Like whatever occurs, occurs. What voice am I hearing when whatever occurs, occurs? Because at the minute the subjective experience occurs, whatever the, if it was an offense, um, let's, let's use driving in our car. Thank you, Lord, for this. Let the words of my mouth and meditation. Let's use driving in my car. If I am driving in my car and as I am driving in my car, um, somebody cuts me off. What I hear in my head at the point of the cutoff is going to determine what my behavioral response is. You get that? What thoughts I begin to think, right? Um, has to do with what my behavioral, um, response is. Right. And so if the person just cut me off, right. If, if the person just cut me off, my response to them has a lot to do with what I'm thinking or what voice I'm hearing when that occurs. What am I hearing when that occurs, right? What, yeah, what, what, what am I hearing? So what I'm hearing has a lot to do with what I meditate on. Come on, Holy Spirit. So what I hear, what voice is audible in my ear and speaks to me has a whole lot to do with what I meditate on and what I trained myself in, right? So yesterday I was in the car and the car in front of me had not gone yet. And I was just sitting there. Well, the car behind me blew. I didn't respond to them either. I'm just sitting there. And the reason that I, I, and I don't even blow with the car in front of me. And the reason that I didn't blow with the car in front of me is because what I was hearing, right? What I was hearing is what I've been meditating on. The reason I didn't blow at the car in front of me was because I don't know if that person in front of me is okay. I don't know if the person in front of me has an emergency coming on and somebody's like, well, they could be on their phone. They could be texting. I, but I don't know what's going on in their car. And so, because I think towards the fact that something could be wrong, that's how I think something could be wrong. They could be stalled out. 
I don't want to startle them and blow my horn because it may put them in a position that something could go even more wrong. Or what if they, what if they're elderly? What, 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 what if, what if they passed out? Like I just have all these thoughts. Well, I've had to condition myself to think in compassion towards the people that drive. That's a conditioned response, right? That's a, that's a thought process. I've had to learn how to direct my thoughts into thinking the best instead of thinking the worst, right? Because what we typically do is we think the worst because we've been trained to think the worst in a car, right? We've been trained in road rage. We've been trained in how we respond to people in the car. We've been trained mentally how we think. So the subjective experience, the experience that I have, whatever the experience I have in the car is next going to be led by my psychological response. Well, my psychological response is based on what am I hearing when the thing occurs? What, who is speaking to me to respond? Is it my own thoughts? So let's put some scripture on this, right? If God tells us to think on things that are pure, right? If, if God tells us to think on things that are pure, right? Lovely, think things that are pure, lovely and good report, but that's not how we're conditioned to speak then ask yourself, what am I going to hear? What voice is going to start talking to me at the moment someone cuts me off in traffic or at the moment that somebody cusses me out? I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and she got into a conflict with somebody because somebody cussed her mom out, right? She was like, they cussed my mom out. Now I'm very protective of everybody I love, but at the moment that they were cussing her mom out, some voice, told her you need to get them. <laughs> you need, you need to get, you need to get them. That was the very first voice she heard. That was the very first thing she heard. And the reason that she, the very first thing she heard is because she was conditioned to think that way. Philippians four and eight and says, and now dear brothers and sisters, one final thing, fix your thoughts on what is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. We hear, we hear what we've been meditating on. That's what we hear. We hear what we've been meditating on. Every emotional response we have is because of what we've been meditating on. So if I don't fix my thoughts on what is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, and admirable, admirable, what is excellent, worthy, and full of praise, then the voice in my ear is going to tell me to cuss that person out, right? Because I'm not, me I'm meditating. I've meditated. So the thing that's going to speak loud, right? When we are in a, a place where we're, we're, we don't have enough word in us, the word, the Holy spirit and the word is what conditions our thinking. But if I am not spending enough time in the Holy spirit and the word in a particular area, what's going to flush up is what's in my heart. And so if I have conditioned to hear the enemy, I'm conditioned to hear negativity. Come on now. If I'm conditioned to hear those things and I'm acceptable with those things, right? I'm okay with those things being in my ear. Then guess what's going to come out of me? What I am conditioned and have accepted and I walk in normal. If I'm used to complaining, right? And if I'm used to complaining, if I'm in a situation and complaining is normal, then I'm conditioned in complaining, then I don't understand the problem with complaining, right? So then in my thought cavity, <laughs> in my thought cavity, right? The first thing that I'm going to hear is complaints, right? The, I, the first thing that I'm going to hear is complaints. And here's the thing. I have to fix my thoughts. Yep. You can ask the Holy Spirit for help, but if you will not, if you are not conditioned to yield to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is not going to be your helper anyway, because 
you've been annoyed, ignoring or avoiding him for so long. Here's the other thing I like. We can be conditioned in one area and not conditioned in another. We can be built up in the word in one area and not built up in the word in another area, right? We can love God with all our heart, but if we don't have enough word to back us in a particular place, then what's going to come up is what we've been conditioned. Come on, Julia, what we've been conditioned to think, what we've been conditioning ourselves to do. And it's our can I tell y'all something? Lord, help me. That's good. But you got to help yourself. He, you fix your thoughts. You fix your thoughts. You fix your thoughts. Remember he taught us about renewing our mind. The first step, you cannot say you don't have the capacity. You got to stop waiting on a miracle. You got to stop waiting on a miracle. You got to stop waiting on some phenomenon of God. You got to stop thinking that you have no control over your thoughts. You absolutely have control over your thoughts. And so I, this one scripture, Philippians 4 and 8, I got to make a decision to fix my thoughts. I got to make a decision that I'm going to train my thoughts. I got to train my brain. Yes, I got. Yes, I got to break the cycle. It is not something just miraculous that's going to happen. I have to choose to fix my thoughts on what's good, lovely of good report. I've got to choose. Oh, I've got to choose to be led by the spirit. I've got to make a decision that this is how I'm going to respond in life situations. It takes time. It takes training. But if you want to be led by the spirit so that you do not gratify the lust of the flesh, 516, go back to Galatians 516. If I want to be led by the spirit so that I don't gratify the loves, lives of the flesh, then I'm going to have to position myself and train myself to think this way. That's what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to position myself and train myself to think this way. I've got to position myself. This is the way that I have to think. This is the way that I have to think. This, this is what my thinking has to be like. Because if my thinking is not like this, I am going to, good point, Julia, to continue to, to operate in the same emotional cycles and why this usually happens is because we have not come on now we have not paused ourselves we do not how to learn we do not know how to be quiet right Vanessa said it best we don't know how to be quiet in our head and in our heart most of us have been conditioned that we have to respond to everything immediately and we don't have to respond to everything immediately. Mama Sandra, if we're going to help me to always walk in love, right? That's a good, that's a good point. If he's going to help me to always walk in love, then I've got to build myself up in the word, in love, so that when the Holy Spirit starts speaking to me and saying to me, you need to respond in love, that I will begin to respond in love. And the reason that I will begin to respond in love Right. The reason I will begin to respond in love is because I'm built up in love. If I want to respond in faith, I'm built up in faith. If I have the wrong self image of myself, then I've got to go get the scriptures and build myself up. Right. Or the enemy will start lying to me very early in the morning. He'll start telling me things very early in the morning about myself that don't even add up or don't even make sense. Right. First Chronicles 28 and 9. And thou Solomon, my son, know thou the God of thy father and serve him with a perfect heart and with a willing mind. For the Lord searcheth all hearts and understandeth all the imaginations of the thoughts. If you seek him, he will be found of thee. But if you forsake him, he will cast you out. If you seek, if you seek the Lord, if you seek him for a response, if you seek him for an understanding, if you seek him, right? If you seek him, then guess what? He's going to be found. But if I emotionally respond to everything, Proverbs 23 and seven, for as he thinketh in his heart or she thinketh in his heart, so is she. Eat and drink, said to he, but his heart is not with thee, right? So whatever I'm meditating on is what I'm going to hear. Somebody, 
I was talking to one of my kids last night and they were saying, they said that he, he was like a mom. I don't remember you and dad really gossiping about people, right? This was, and this was funny. He was like, I really don't remember you and dad talking about our family. Um, I don't remember you and dad bashing people in the house. Like I never remember you and dad, you guys just didn't do a whole lot of gossiping about people. And he said, but in the same token, when I began to experience some of these people, especially family, I thought everybody was all good. And I said to him, I said, do you know why dad and I did that? And he said, why? I said, because I wanted you to form your own opinion of people. I did not want you to have my opinion of people because my opinion may not be the same. You may have a different experience of person. So no, daddy and I are not going to talk about people in front of you because I want you to give people their own fair chance. So I'm not going to speak out against somebody when you may have a different experience with that person, because the moment that I speak out against that person, you begin to con condition yourself to feel a certain way towards that person. And then when the person starts coming into your space in your head, you'll go, there she go. You don't even know nothing about me. There she go. There, there, there she, there she go. Right there she go. No, not there she go. <laughs> not there she go. Because you don't, I don't know. I don't know. And people grow and people change, right? And people, ch people change and people grow. I want you to form your own opinion about that person because I, I, your experience with the person may be different than my experience with the person. So I'm not getting ready to tell you something about this person. And I don't know that to be the truth or that may not be your truth. That may be, that's a condition response. That's a, that's a conditioned response. That's why you don't need to put your mouth on nobody because whatever someone has heard is the thought that they're going to form in my head. Come on, Jamaica. My mama said y'all trifling, right? And, and Judah don't have a filter anyway. The, the, the moment that I give you information, you're going to take that information. The information gets planted in your heart and the information that's being planted in your heart is what you're going to hear. That's what you're going to respond to. That's how you're going to act. That's why most of us respond in rage because we hear rage, right? That's why they respond in rage. We hear rage, right? If we're the Isaiah 55, seven and nine, let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man, his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are my ways, my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts are higher than your thoughts, right? And so if I'm going to think like God and act like God and respond like God, who is still full of emotions, then my thoughts and my actions and the way that I handle situations are going to be more God-like and less Lakeisha-like. And the reason that, that they're going to become more godlike is because I'm conditioning, conditioning myself in the word so that when the Holy Spirit taps on me and says, don't say that the word will bubble up and tell me this is how you need to respond to this situation. Right. But that's because I'm spending time conditioning myself in the word. So if I want to love, if I want to love more, I condition myself in love. If I want to give more, I condition myself in giving, right? So if I'm conditioned, if I'm conditioning myself in giving, right? If I'm conditioning myself in giving. So then when the, the spirit of the Lord is upon me and the Lord is telling me to give something, even if I don't understand, right? If my heart is fertile for giving, right? Then my response when the pastor or whoever takes up an offering isn't going to be, Oh, there they go again. They want some money. My response is going to be, Lord, what do you want me to give in this situation? <laughs> Lord, what do you want me to give in this situation? Right? If, if someone's talking to me about the homeless, when I encounter the homeless on the, the corner, my emotional response isn't going to be Every homeless person is, um, lying or whatever. No, because I'm conditioned in the word, 
right? I'm conditioned that the, the word of God tells me to take care of the poor. So if the word of God tells me to take, take care of those, the poor, then what I hear when I see someone isn't the words in my head that says they're scamming. I hear the word of God saying, you take care of the poor. And then I pray and I ask God, how do you want me to take care of the poor? How, how do you want me to take care of poor? That's the, con, that's the condition. <laughs> that's the condition. And we condition. So Matthew 12 and 25 says, and Jesus, Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. When we are divided against the word of God, it's not going to stand. It's not going to stand. I'll give you one more thing. Mark 7, 20 and 23. And then I'm going to give you some to do's it says and he said that which cometh out of a man is that that defileth a man from for from within out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts adulteries fornications murders thefts covetousness wickedness deceit lasciviousness evil eye blasphemy pride foolishness all these evil things come from within all of this stuff is Pre most, you do not just fall into sin. You do not just fall into strife. Almost everything that you get into that sin was already premeditated. It was, it didn't, it doesn't just happen. It was premeditated. You had already been meditating on this. If I had not been meditating on it, then it would not become permissible to me. It would not be it's pre it's premeditated. I've already been meditating on it. And because I've already been meditating on it, it's the thing that I do. So here's a few questions to ask yourself it to figure out whether or not you're spiritually led or emotionally led. One, do I make decisions? <laughs> do I make the decisions of my daily life based on how I feel? or on the word of God and the guidance of the Holy Spirit? That's the first question. Do I, am I doing it? Am I making the decisions of my daily life based on how I feel or on the word of God and the guidance of why did I just make the decision? What did I hear that told me to make this decision? Because if it's me, then my motives and my thoughts might be selfish, selfishly led. Why did I make this decision? Was it on the word of God? Did I pause enough to ask the word? Did I pause? Did I pray about it? Did I, what did I do? How do I do this? What, what did I just make? Right? Was it based on the word of God and the guidance of the Holy Spirit? Right? Can I tell you something about the decision to rise early? When you make a decision to rise early in the morning to study the word of God, there's a truth in you when it says, God says, meditate on my laws day and night. When you study at night, you understand the value because the word of God told us to meditate on his laws day and night. I'm making a decision based on the word of God and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. When I quench the Holy Spirit, right, it's, it's least likely that I receive him. Let me give you one more. Do I consistently spend time with the Lord in prayer and reading the Bible and listening for his direction? Do I recognize his voice? One of the most powerful things that you can do for yourself is when you're trying to figure out whether or not God is speaking to you. If you will slow down, if you will hold on, and if you will ask the Lord and say to the Lord, can you please back this up in scripture? If you get quiet enough, God will provide you the scriptural response, right? The scriptural response. So let me tell you this testimony. I had to go into the doctor for my physical have an amazing APN and she was in there and I did not know. And I just started sharing with her my story. Right. And I was talking to her about Judah because I had lost the baby in, in between Josiah and Judah. And it really hurt my heart. And I told her and I was just sitting there and I'm talking to her and I'm just giving her some conversation. And I told her, I said, yeah, I we lost the baby between cause she had asked me something them. And I said, but when I got pregnant with Judah, I began to hold on to this scripture that said there will be no miscarriage or barrenness in this land. And she looked at me and she said, we've been trying to get pregnant 
and I've been needing a scripture to stand on. And I just prayed and asked God today, will you give me a scripture to stand on? And you just gave me the scripture that I needed to stand on. Isn't God intentional with us? Isn't God intentional with us? Well, if I'm spending time in, in with the Lord, in the Bible, listening for his direction, d- learning, then I'm going to learn how to recognize his voice. <laughs> I'm going to learn how to recognize his voice. I'm going to discern whether it's him or whether or not. So she got the scripture. She got the scripture she needed also because I've been, come on, that is kingdom. I have been spending time in prayer, right? Here's the third thing. Do I spend time justifying a decision I've made that I thought was positive, was God's leading, but it turned out the wrong way. And we'll talk about that tomorrow. If I heard what I heard and it was emotionally led and it turned out the wrong way, then that could not have been what God said. If it turned out the wrong way, it could not have been what God said. Because if it was what God said, then it turns out right and it's everlasting. It's everlasting. Anybody need to be saved? Anybody need Jesus? We're, we're done, right? We're, do, we're done. Anybody, anybody need Jesus, right? Anybody need Jesus? Any, anybody need Jesus? Anybody need him? I need him all the time, right? I need him all the time, right? I need him all the time. And so this is, this is, this, yeah, me too. I needed this devotion too, right? <laughs> right? It, it, I needed this devotion too. So if you've not met Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior in your life, that's the first thing I'm going to extend to you. You need to accept Jesus. You need to recognize that you're a sinner. You need to take accountability. (laughs) I need a Lord and Savior. Jesus, I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm asking you to come in my heart and I'm asking you to take away my sins. (laughs) And I'm promising to love you and follow you as best as I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. And then you're going to surrender yourself to the Holy Spirit. My decision to follow Jesus was the best decision I ever made. The best, 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 the best. Because I was a hot mess before I made Jesus Lord and Savior over my life. That's the first thing. And then the second thing I'm going to ask you, will you just consider becoming a partner of this ministry? Will you go over to the website? Will you pray? Don't say no. Actually, do me a favor. Pause, pray. Lord, how do you want me to partner with this ministry? What do you want me to do? This goal of this ministry is to get the gospel of Jesus Christ throughout the entire world, right? And then to do all the things God asked about us. You with five ones, you can go find out. Consider pray today. Pray today. Don't cast it out. Pray today. Ask the Lord, how do you want me to partner this ministry? And whatever God gives you, just go ahead and so <laughs> just go ahead and obey him. No matter what. I love you. I love you. Ladies, do not forget about the last pillow talk. The absent, we will not, after July 24th, we will not have a pillow talk until January. So if you want to be a part of this last pillow talk, go get signed up. We have a completely free workshop to teach you how to navigate through virtual learning with your kids. There's going to be some teachers on there. We're going to do a parent perspective. We're going to do a teacher perspective. We're going to help you foster healthy relationships. If you have not signed up for the free workshop for you to learn how to navigate through a virtual school year, you need to go get it. (laughs) You need to go get it. It's just an hour workshop. It's July 31st. Be the streets is this Saturday. Get connected. You can sew. You can come serve. We need 10 people to serve with us. It takes that many. We give out 500 meal kits. If you want to know more about the ministry, log on to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. I love y'all so much. Go subscribe to the daily devotional. Stay connected. God is with us. God is with us. God is with us. God is with us. May his love overflow onto you today. Love overflow. Carletta Weathers, um, just ask Jess, how does she partner? Can you send her that information? We love y'all so much. I'll be back here in the morning. Y'all pray for us. Y'all pray for this ministry. We love y'all. God is dealing with us, dealing with our emotions and growing us up so that we can become spiritually mature in Jesus name. Love, peace. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.